All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Watch up, and welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low, Glasses Malone. How I plan to release my projects in the future is um in four different versions, right? Like a um 
a vinyl version, which is like 46 minutes or less. Sure. Cassette version, which is like 60 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. A CD version that's 74 minutes. And a playlist version up to 90 minutes. So imagine like, cool. like how I write, you know, already like before I even learned Sonics and shit, I used to write a lot of my stories. Like, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm innately, I'm a storyteller. And then I just been yeah. working on my skills, right? Different books I read to build my skills, talking to legends about it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like a film. You know how some films you watch, they'll have extended versions of it or extra scenes that was missing. I feel like yeah. music would be like that. And so as a storyteller, that's that's really appealing to me because it helps me extend the story. Like it may have the same beginning. It may have the same beginning. It may have the same climax and it may have the same ending. But how yeah. I get there can be extended, different takes. So I add different songs. But it also, sure. on a business level, would give my fans a chance to just support me in like four different ways. So they're not just like, Okay, if they buy the vinyl and then I release the cassette next, like let's say I release the vinyl and then the vinyls is out for a month by itself, then the next month is the cassette version, right? Sure, sure. The following month is the CD version, and then it goes to playlist and it has everything on there. I, I didn't realize like books and stuff still do that. Like authors who come out with like even like scholarly kind of type of books will have the first edition and then like second editions or, you know, ed amended editions, you know, down the line on books. I didn't know that. Was, I thought that like the first and second edition when they just changed the covers. Maybe. I mean, I don't, that wasn't really how it was being described. Like this one author I, I was listening to do an interview. And I know that like, for sure. I know like Tom soul has done like updated versions of like, I'll come up with a book and like, I don't know, 2011. And then they'll come up with like an updated version with like even more up, like up to date data to support a point in like 2013 or something. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was always when like maybe this printing press stopped doing it and then they had to go to a different printing press and edition. So that's dope. Like I was great is when you feel like you created a new idea and you're like, damn, this is new. And how is people going to take it? But mm -hmm. then you realize somebody else kind of did something significantly close. So you get more comfortable and you also get the reference of that person who experienced that shit the first time. So it's dope. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm excited about doing that shit. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a really cool concept. Podcast too. Yeah. Find yeah, it. You could do alternate endings. You could do, you could, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff you could do with that. Man. And especially like I've been working on this idea called story time. I want mm -hmm. Ice-T, the executive producer, with me. But um, like I want to do like so many like stories on the album. But like I'm getting yeah. a lot of pressure to turn it into one overall story. And I'm like, that shit is hard. You know what I'm I mean? In, I told you on a podcast a while ago. You, you should me. say, fuck the hooks and just come out with a giant bar song. That's a whole story. That's a 45 minute song. Yeah, that's not that. Or whatever. That's more like that's more like like Royce to five nine and Joe Buttons and Crooked Eye. Right, that ain't glasses. Glasses is more like I said of a storyteller. But how do you yeah. put twelve stories together to make one fucking album? It's crazy. Like that ain't no punk shit because it can come across hella corny if you don't get it right. And to write a story, like I've wrote different stories. Like I wrote screenplays and synopsis that I sold, but 
to mm-hmm. write a fucking album like that, maybe I wouldn't even know how to approach it. I've never seen it done, so I'd be the first person. Maybe I need to start asking about it so I can't be the first person. Who knows? Otherwise, I'm just going to have to, you know, break out my novice penmanship and just buy a YouTube beat or whatever the fuck and just do a whole... Start rapping. Just, yeah, just... What would your rap name be? I mean, I could only be Rose Gold. Or maybe everybody else got, like, numbers and shit in their name. I could be, like, Rose Gold Primero or something. So everybody else, I'm the first Rose Gold. I like that. That's clear. That's witty. Rose gold primera. That's all. Rose primera. You had to you had to lose gold and just call it your start calling yourself Rose as a rapper. Big yeah, Rose. Yeah. And then you gotta wear some. What's crazy is I was looking at this, I was looking at YouTube from Soul Train, and I was thinking about what made people look like stars. And you know, I was looking at it was different cats from Philadelphia. It was the uh OJ's, they from Ohio. That's uh, well, I think they from Ohio. I don't know where OJ's from, but I know. Yeah, Joe I think you're right. They were born They're in like Dayton. Yeah, Ohio. So, yeah. So I'm thinking about that, but I noticed all of those old groups, whether it's Barry White, you know, in the Love Unlimited Orchestra, the OJ's, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, they would all have custom suits on. Like no yes. niggas could be walking down the street and look like them niggas. They look like a bride and bridesmaids very often. Don't get me wrong. You could look in the Soul Train crowd and see people were dressed, but they definitely wasn't wearing no shit like them dudes was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the stars shine brighter at that time. Yeah. I mean, even I think back in the day, like they used like Jackson 5 was, you know, custom and, you know, synced up. I wonder how would you do that as a rapper because you wear jeans or. You know what I mean? Like, do you go get custom tennis shoes? You know what I mean? If, like, if you were trying to do that as a rapper, what does that look like? You know? I think, quite honestly, that was basically done through the chains. Everybody's chain was largely tied to their own logo, their own brand identity. I think the first really one or two to do it was like the um, where there was a crew of actual artists was like the cash money and the no limit chains. And, and a lot of people had those for a long time. It's kind of antiquated, but yeah, but if you go down from a complete outfit to just a fucking necklace, cause that that's why the stars don't shine as bright. It's true. It's true. The budgets was crazy, you know, which kind of brings me to what I want to talk to you about the, the, the budgets at that time, but no ceilings, GL. Uh I know how we do this thing here. Like the season is the, the season three is almost over. So to everybody that been fucking with us for three seasons. We definitely gonna wrap it up for season four. Uh, we started a little late this season because I had that patellar tendon reconstruction surgery. So we're not gonna take no breaks off. You know, we finna go right into season four. You know, starting looks like in February. And um, we just gonna pipe it up on the visual side. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to make it work because Peter's in Miami and I'm here. Um, it's cool when we had the girls do it sometime, but me and Pete, you know, I need to make sure I got a camera because the girls can be with the camera, but I got to figure out a way to get Pete on camera in real time. I think we got the audio situation together because we both sound clear, but I need to make sure that uh, our visuals, as we start to market through YouTube, the podcast, our visuals are synced up at that same high quality. So I've been looking at different stuff. 
Um, and Pete just left right now when we were just talking about the ideals, which is crazy. But um, the, the term afford, the term afford, Pete, is the term I wanted to talk to you about. And because I, was, I can't afford anything. <laughs> no, because you're you into financing, man. As you into finances, right? Yeah, I mean, so I thought it would be dope to have this conversation with you. Like one thing about it's gonna sound racist, and it probably is, or it's not racist. It's really prejudice, or is it? Is a stereotype that I would assume as a white person, you're just better with money, or you understand money better. Because when we talk about money, like I talk to you about money in ways that I never talk to none of my friends about money. Yeah. Um, some of that's like, you know, like my family in particular, like my dad's, you know, like a financial consultant and stuff like that. So I get a lot of that. But yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's broadly speaking, there's certainly a gap there. And there's also one thing I've noticed for sure, aside from just insofar as like, you know, quote unquote financial literacy goes amongst different communities in the country. There's, and I think it's kind of really, this is where it kind of, it starts. I, I, from my observations feel like culturally, like white people maybe are more like save oriented and less like spend and stunt oriented. So therefore, because of that, they're, looking for shit to do with their money that's not of the spend variety, you know? Well, I guess it gets tricky. Well, let me get to that word afford. Um, yeah. Have enough money to pay for. And sure. I think... So that's shaky in multiple ways, right? Because I get that yeah. concept, but to me, if you're in debt then the money you have, you don't have it. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like, let's yeah. say if you have a thousand dollars, cause, and you wanted to go buy a, a, a watch that costs a thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you have a credit card and your credit card is $3,000 limit, but you got a thousand dollars you know what I mean? You got a thousand dollar, a thousand dollar bill on it. You really can't afford that watch. So even if if all your bills is paid, right? Let's say mm -hmm. it's the second you paid all your bills, and yeah. you have a thousand dollars left, yeah. right? And you have a thousand dollar bill on your credit card, and you want this watch that costs a thousand dollars, even though this is really hella thin for sure you can't afford that watch lord knows if you need more money to buy food during the month but i'm saying if you just had an extra thousand dollars counted outside of your gas to get to work uh, counted outside of you maintaining your lifestyle for that whole month till you get your check to, to do it again you have one thousand mm -hmm. dollars and that watch costs a thousand dollars with your credit card bill you can't afford that and i think that's what goes wrong with how you know when you don't have financial literacy and you grow up like this you don't get how it works right or yeah. this is gonna sound weird too right like I, I had this thing going for like the last 10 years 
where I'm tired of rappers bragging about their credit score. And I'm like, nothing special about your rappers brag about their credit score. Yeah. Or, or people in general, like, like people in general, I never heard a rapper talk about their credit score before. Sure. Maybe in an interview or something like that. No, not on the song. Sure. But to some degree they bragged about it. Even culturally that's become a bragging point. Yeah. Is credit score. And it's Mm -hmm. like, what is there to brag about your ability to borrow money? I, I, I agree. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. 
You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. People don't understand that there's ambiguity and subjectivity around the word afford because people don't either a for sure they don't have a consensus on but they also in a lot of cases do not understand the meaning in application of the word cost Mm. you know if money is a transactional metric of time they don't appreciate what that like say go back to your thousand dollar thing okay well yeah I, i can afford to burn my thousand dollars on this credit card down for this watch and still have a thousand dollars in cash for my bills for next month Mm -hmm. you have to then in your time now is going towards paying for that watch plus the interest on the watch or whatever at the expense of anything else you might have done with that money so how much of your life is that watch worth to you to some people it's worth the world to some people it's like eh I had this conversation with somebody really close to me and I was explaining to them that uh, they believe the Kardashians live this life where they just frugally jump on jets. Like they make this kind of money to where they frugally jump on jets and just do all this random activities. And I'm like, wealthy people don't live like that. And they couldn't really understand what I was saying because television has programmed most normal people's perception mm-hmm. of what wealth is. Like they don't sure. really have any idea how wealthy people live. They know how upper middle class people live, even people who we could consider rich. You know what I mean? They got more than the average American, right? But they have no idea how wealthy people live. Like if you drive cuz through Palo Verde, you know, Rancho Palos Verde, and you see Prius in the yard. You, know, you, you see mm-hmm. you know, five to $15 million houses with Prius and Civics and Volts, you know, electric cars in the yard. And yeah. I, I'll never forget, you know, I never aspired or I never aspired, aspired to have like this big house. Like I always thought about the tax. Like even now, that I'm earning, you know, I could put myself in a position to have a $3 million home. And well, I, I am in, two, in the next 12 months. Right. But all I think about Pete is for the rest of my life, right. If the house is $3 million and if the, mm-hmm. the state, the, the real estate taxes annually in America is one and a quarter. Right. All I'm thinking about is 30,000, a quarter of that, seventy five hundred. So every month for the rest of my life, I will have to come up with roughly three thousand plus dollars just to pay the taxes on the house. That's how I've always thought, cause since I was like 
14. So I always looked at a house that was 300,000 because I'm like, okay, if I have a child, now this is back when 300,000 would got your house in Lakewood, not today's 300,000, the yeah. old 300,000. But sure. I was like, okay, if I have a child, right, and I give him a $300,000 house, right, and it's at one and a quarter, I'm, I'm counting, right? I'm like, okay, well, that's $3,000 or $30,000 plus a quarter, right, which is 75. Well, that's not that bad, right? All they would have to make is, what's that? Um, it's a few hundred a month. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how I saw it. Like, I, I just... I never saw it any other way. Like I never saw like leaving somebody with a huge tax bill as a thing, but I've always thought about money that way. Sure. I've always thought about money that way. You know, you, do I want to leave you a 300 some dollar bill or do I want to leave you with a $3,000 bill a month? Something you're going to have to sell and get rid of just to have a bunch of money that you're going to lose or something you can maintain and always have a place to stay. So, as somebody to me who was raised financial, financially literate like yourself, what do you think the average person, you know, let's say even in the culture, like in hip hop, like right, street urban culture, people that come up poor and don't get it. What do you think the number one mistake they make is like that, that you heard you was like, that shit is crazy. And it's the biggest myth of all financial literature. Like singular action, um, it's hard to say. I, I think I think in general the most common thing is people just don't have a plan. They don't have a clue. They just spend whatever money their job pays them, and that's what it is. And if they get some four hundred one k diversion or pension diversion, that's what it is. I think the biggest issue is it's just not anything that's on their mind. They don't have a clue. The other thing is people will buy houses on their lifetime, not on the market time. So mm. I've known a lot of people. Hmm? Break that down. I, I, like f personally, for example, I, I came out of college in 2007. My girlfriend at the time had been out of college since 2006. One of my best friends that I used to stay with in Oakland, the girl and, and, and the friend separately, each bought houses in like 2006, something like that. I'm oh, looking at this going crazy with George Bush. Yeah. And I'm looking at this going like, guys, what are you doing? And my guy friend was like, well, no, it's a great investment. This thing's going to be worth. Blah, 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 blah. This was a house, a basic ass track house in some town I had never heard of in central California off the five freeway. I fucking, I couldn't even tell you between Fresno and Tracy. God, yeah, that's there. a lot of, it's a lot of small towns between them. It two. was, it, uh, the town was called Patterson. It's a truck stop with, okay, with a housing track attached to it. Go ahead. Okay. He paid about a half for it. Wow. And, and I'm, and, and I told him, I said, if that thing's going to be worth a million dollars, I'm going to be spending $10 on a gallon of milk. That's the only way this is going to happen. And the girl wanted to buy a house because her job at the time would pay the closing cost. And I'm telling her, I'm like, you don't like paying rent. The market is sky high. It's not going to keep it like this. So 
because you're getting comped your closing costs for relocating. Her rent at the time was like a thousand a month or some shit. Like it was 2006 and she was in like Santa Clarita. I'm like, that's like 12 grand. You would do 20 grand. I said, the swing on this house when the market comes down is going to be 200,000. She spent 500,000 on a damn house and was stuck with it. Her job was paying her plenty of money, so it was fine. But she was stuck underwater for like six years. You know, I think a lot of people are like, I know people now. My goal is to buy a house before I'm 40 or before by the time I'm 35, I want to buy my house. Well, okay. I mean, if that's what's most important to you is that goal, it might be painful. They say in general that most people, the largest investment you ever make is your home. And statistically, that's true. If the biggest investment you're going to make in your life is this one, you should probably do it with some sensitivity to the market. How does somebody who doesn't know anything about finances know when the right time is? They would have to trust somebody. You know, they could, they'd have to trust somebody who was more or someone who who, can, who seemed more financial literate than themselves. Do that then. I remember talking to a relative of mine who had an issue with, you know, uh, what they do? They took like a second out on a house or something like that, and had a bad loan, or they ended up having to sell the house. And they were like, "Man, have you seen those contracts? Like, they're so complicated." And I was like, "It's a what you take out, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. You couldn't pay five hundred dollars to a lawyer to walk you through the contract." But you know, that's like an issue to trust people who seem like they want to swindle you for money in the first place, right? Like, how do you... If, like, if you're paying somebody for counsel, just pay them. Hmm. You know, just pay them for the information and leave. Or get on the internet and start researching things. To look at market cycles. Look at trends. Look at the way... Th- I mean, if it takes you... I mean, what's it worth to you? I mean, like, say you make a $100,000 mistake and you make $50,000 a year. It isn't worth 20 hours of your time to do some research for $100,000, potentially. Great point. Great fucking point. So right now is a bad time to buy a house, right? If you're going to borrow money. (sighs) Right now is like the most expensive time to buy a home ever because the market, like the houses are so high up. It's such low inventory. Prices are sky high and they didn't adjust downward when uh, interest rates went up because there's no inventory. So it's like relative to real wages, et cetera, various price indexes. It's like about the most expensive time to buy a home in like modern American history. So what has to happen at this point, Pete? Like something has to happen, right? You can't have these ridiculously high prices cause and these ridiculously high interest rates. Something has to happen, right? Something has to happen. They can't, America just can't keep manufacturing enough money for people to pay these ridiculous mortgages. Like mortgages, like my point is, I'm like, yo, the next house I buy, I'm going to pay for it. And everybody's like, oh, Mm -hmm. save your money. You could know. I don't want to borrow 400,000 and pay back 1 million. I would rather pay the 400,000, have 30,000, and figure out how to make 
800000 over the next 30 years with the fucking money I have left. But what I don't want to do is finance. Like one, I, I was telling you this today. Like I'm trying to, I'm so done being in debt completely. Like all my credit card bills are zeroed off. Mm. Right. The cars I own, I own them outright. Right. The cars I own, I own them outright. The property I have at this point will be paid off next year. Whatever I buy, like I'm telling you, I want to buy a new truck. The truck is 140000 I'm like, look, I can't afford to go walk in there and spend $140,000, but I don't want to finance it. I don't care even if my rate is 4%. To me, I can't afford it. Like, I can probably afford the monthly payments. Let's say the monthly payments, if I put down thirty or 40000 let's say the monthly payments is 1500 yeah, right? it's 1500 roughly. Right. I can afford the 1500 as far as I can manufacture the money every month, but I can't afford to live and do everything I want to gamble with in life or chances I want to take if I take on that debt. Sure. For a truck that that I, while I want it, once I show it to my friends. I'm not going to do what it takes to monetize it. So in my mind, even though I can pay the monthly payments, I, I can't walk in there and just pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have, you know, if I if I have 140000 that's all I got. I, I'm not taking no money on no house. This is, it's not as serious because it's not something I'm looking to invest in or it's a personal item that's just for me, right? I'm not going to send it on the road to tow cars. So sure, I'm like, sure. I'm not buying shit. I'm not. I'm gonna figure out how to get a diesel pickup truck like I want, right, to drive around because I want the the, the mileage and, and the longevity of the truck. But I'm not right. fucking with none of that shit where they finna be financing no property, or I'm not finding. I'm not finding. I'm not borrowing money on nothing but things I'm planning to make money off of. That's it. Um, yeah, I get I'm that. borrowing money for record labels. Yeah, looks like I'll probably end up doing a record deal. I'll borrow money for that. I'll borrow money yeah. for thecryptstore.com because that's my business. I'm not borrowing money to buy things that I just want that's not worth anything. That means I need to make more money. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, yeah. Even as I sign a record deal, I'm not going to buy another car no more. Now I'm going to the record deal. When I start making, if it's meant, I'll start making the 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 money I need to to be able to afford anything extra or luxury that I need. Yeah, yeah, that's and and that makes sense. I think a lot of people are con, you know. It, you're 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 limiting your exposure in that regard. You know, if, if if you say, okay, at the very least, my basics don't cost me anything additional from what they otherwise would, so I can take my risk over here on the monetary side. Or you would say, I'm going to borrow on this stuff here and take my cash and try to do that on the business side. Which still, if it's your cash cash and the business goes under 
now you're stuck owing on your basics. So if you're going to be having risk on the business side, you should probably not have risk on the personal side. I get that. Okay. So even now, like, right, as I start to, like, I'm finna cash some checks over the next eight months, I'm calling you, Pete, let's look at a house over here. You know, I'm not even looking to make money. I'm like, I know if we get this, this is a storage of money. Yeah. Like, I have you, right? So I can call you and you're going to make sure whatever I buy, whatever we buy, if I buy it or we buy it, you're going to be like, okay, that money is there. Sure. Almost like I can get a fucking credit card and that's that money from this house. Yeah. There's not, you know, outside of emergencies, there's no reason for me to need this money. If yeah, it 100%. makes money, excellent. But I'm looking at ways to store money. Yeah. Be- store and, money. And, and because money is globally, like people talk about like the, the dollar strong against other currencies. The way currencies have become, because they're not tethered to anything, and they're all losing value, it's like if you were flying in a little propeller plane and you started throwing a bunch of objects out of the plane, you could throw a, an anvil, you can throw a, a rock, you could throw a pillow, and you could throw a thing with a parachute attached to it. You know, They're all going to go down at different rates from the plane. You know? It doesn't mean that because the parachute's winning, because it's staying closer to the plane, that it's not going down. So you feel so like it, no matter, even if you buy a house, you're going to lose money. No, I'm saying that. I'm sorry, I'm, I missed the, the correlation. The, the the pathway right now of what's happening with the with currency with the dollar is the value is being sucked out of your dollars. So if you're sitting on cash to sit on it everything around it like the like price like like if it was water let's say and you had and your nest egg is in a big iron chest on the floor and now it's flooding well your nest egg is staying there and the water level is going like this so mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just drifting further and further and further away from the surface which is its purchase power so if you so just having the cash you're talking about, yeah, you need like a value Oracle. You need to buy anything else. I mean, almost anything else. I mean, there's stuff that's going to go up and down. So depending on how time sensitive you think your exit might be, but for sure, for sure, for sure, you want to get it out of cash. Your, your money is losing value for sure. That's, if that's why I mean, cash money. Yeah. If you just have cash sitting in the bank account, you're not earning anything on it. It's, I get it because if you have one million dollars in a in a in a let's say not a savings account, you had it inside of one of those uh what's those things they have at the bank? Lock boxes. Oh, like a safe deposit box? Yeah. So if you had a million dollars cash in nineteen eighty two and then you mm-hmm. went I mean nineteen eighty four and now you coming to pick it up forty years later. You yeah. fucked up because whatever you could have oh, bought yeah. for a million dollars in 1984, you can't get none of that shit in 2024. Okay, so I'm not tripping. So, so even though I'm not as financially literate as you, but my mathematics is is not failing me in the concept of like, okay, it makes no sense to have dollars. 
Like, yeah. let me look at properties. Let me look at things that have to rise and, and do things with money itself, right? Like you, yeah. like no matter what, I'm going to have this money in this property. Like, don't get me wrong. You can invest in the wrong shit and lose it. But, you know, having the right people around and say, okay, this right here is going to be worth this. Yeah. Even if it doesn't gain $1, it's going to be worth this. And God willing, we could do a couple things and now make that money, you know, worth more money or, or not even worth more money. Literally adjust with inflation. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. My current book that I'm reading by my main man, George Gilder, The Scandal of Money. Why Wall Street Recovers But the Economy Never Does. The Scandal and of Money. I'm going to have to get that. Is it this tough? is the greatest book. My God, it's it it's work, but it's it's beautiful. It's just I just love it. But Does it um, help with your financial literacy anymore? Yeah, yeah. If you understand how to apply it, for sure. It's one of those things. I I, I want to read the whole thing, soak it in, and then start taking that to market just to be a little bit better. But as far as predictive nature on the macro side, it, it really dials it in. It's 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 a lot of theory. It's a lot of history, but it's informed it like, and, and it's written in such dense English. If this was like written to be read quickly, it'd be this thick. I mean, this is 600 pages of literature and 180 pages, but he talks about like value oracles and stuff like that. So, you know, for a long time, the dollar was pinned to gold and we were taken off the gold standard. And, you know, there's a lot of talk that now all these currencies are kind of floating and they're semi-tied to each other. I mean, the, the problem is it's, it, it's kind of like that airplane analogy. You took a bunch of different objects of different weights and shapes that might fall to the ground at different rates. They're all tied together kind of by the same rope when they're just kind of all sure. drifting downward. One thing this this points to is like gold value, so like gold pricing. He's this this book says that the gold price of oil, meaning that if you were transacting in gold in 1970, as the dollar was pinned to gold, and you were buying gas, a gallon of of uh, a barrel of oil would be like two dollars and eighty nine cents today in gold prices, but the dollar drifted so far from gold that while gold isn't any more valuable relative to oil, it's way more valuable relative to the dollar. So you might think everybody's brain thinks in dollars, right? Which is natural. But if you just bought gold and you had a long-term time exit strategy, eventually over time, you're going to realize, wow, my gold has gained so much value. It's, Probably not so much that gold is more valuable today. It's just that your dollars are less valuable today. Mm. So why not buy the fucking oil? Like, what, what? Why are we buying things that don't have a serviceable need to daily living? Like, and I do think gold. Obviously, they did need gold at a time, and gold has some value. Mm. But it's not fucking oil. Oil. Like, if you had a fucking barrel of oil forty years ago, and then you had that fucking barrel of oil today. That shit is out of this world. I'm and, and I don't want to use the term investment. I'm I'm like yeah. really sketchy about that word investment. 
right? But I'm saying for sure, there's better ways to put your money up. Yeah. Than just I buying mean, gold, right? I'll put it this way. Like the U.S. government is spending like four and a half trillion dollars a year right now. That money is going somewhere. The money, ha the expression is the money has to find a home. So I was having a conversation today with my buddy Jamaican Andre. He was talking about Biden keeps starting all these wars. The funny thing is Biden's paying for both sides of these wars. Sure. Paying Russia. Yeah. And yeah, especially yeah. right you now. Pay because both sides in the winter owe you anyway. Yeah. But at the same time, it's all contract driven. The money has to have somewhere to go. You know, I've seen like however many bazillions of dollars we spent on various green energy projects because they passed the bills and the money has to go somewhere. You know, so really what's happening right now is like not to be too, you know, in the weeds, but they keep raising and raising and raising like public employee pensions, right? Just all the time, more and more and more. So what's happening is they pass a bill flood these commitments to raise these pension plans. The pension plans have managers in the most common case, it's BlackRock, which is a giant fund that controls about $10 trillion as one singular fund of assets under, under custody. And they take that money and they buy stock at a bunch of different companies and the stocks go up. So like, you know, you pass a law saying we have to make electric cars throw a bunch of money into the market and everyone takes that money and sends it over to Tesla to go buy the cars to prop up the stock because the money's losing value. So you got to put into something. Mm. That's just kind of the issue. The problem is I think there is a major consumer culture issue right now in the country. Their credit card debt is like through the ceiling all time. So a lot of people got money to burn and they're just burning it. <laughs> if they're not planting it. It's, it's kind of hard to have a real conversation because don't get me wrong. There's a there's a class of people in America that they they don't even have. The true position to plan economically. Sure. Right. There is a there's a there's a class of people. It's not a huge class, but there's 100%, a, but a realistic yeah. class. Right. But. Yeah. What I'm thinking about is if everybody's greatest investment is a house, mm -hmm. like right, and in a time like now where you shouldn't buy a house, you should just be preparing yourself to buy a house. But then, how do you keep the dollars? Like you don't think the 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 economy is getting really crazy to where like right now, if you're just saving money, right? You're like, okay, this is not a great time to buy a house. So I'm going to say $400 a month. But then by the end of the year, you have $4,800. But now next year, inflation has turned that $4,800 into $2,200. Like you almost have to be, and, and this is the problem with, and I don't want to blame capitalism because I, I genuinely don't believe capitalism is no holds bar. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think I keep hearing that. Right. I, me and Charlemagne talk about this all the time. And he calls it compassionate, compassionate capitalism, which don't even make sense. But 
I don't think capitalism is about selling out. You know what? Wealth has changed. And I guess that's the point I'm saying, Pete. Wealth has changed. Wealth, when when uh, Hershey, the guy that started Hershey's, you know, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the guy that started, mm-hmm. it wasn't just economics. It was like the respect you got amongst other human beings in your country, in your location for being the center of an economy. Sure. You know, right here yeah. for so many thousands and thousands of people, right? That was a part of wealth. It was never just, you know, oh, I need a trillion dollars. It was like whatever the surplus amount of money I made was cool, right? And it meant that I can keep, like we talked about it before, where you could, the people started like Sam Walton could keep trying to revolutionize the experience for human beings, right, in America. And the other part of the wealth was like, the fact that they were responsible for an economy of people fulfilling their dreams of owning a home, putting their kids in a separate situation to where they can go out and really take a shot to be Hershey. And now wealth for most human beings has been reduced down to just the amount of money you're making or this weird space of, and culturally, this is another thing. Like when I say culturally, I'm not talking about blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm talking about street urban. Whereas you yeah, hear the term yeah. generational wealth where you got a bunch of people talking about leaving a bunch of money to kids that don't really make sense. Because if you're making a living in that space, your kids should be being prepared to go out and do the same thing. So you shouldn't have to leave them. Shit, you should be able to take that kind of money and you know, once you pass away, take a, a minimal amount and give it to your family so they can keep pursuing the things you were showing them growing up, but also mm-hmm. to a bunch of underprivileged people who didn't have you as a father, right, to, to go out and, okay, maybe this could help change one out of a hundred people's lives, you know, but, you know, let, let's put it back into people who don't have any chance, who didn't grow up with these opportunities and advance, you know, a, a positioning as, let's say, my kid. But now it's just been switched to how much money you have. Like, so how do you combat that? Because at this point, like, like you're saving uh, money, $4,800, but yeah, the money is, the inflation is so bad and, and the dollar bill is losing value so quickly that that $4,800 you saved in 2024 might be worth $2,600 in 2025. Yeah, and, and that's the issue, like, with regard to, you know, like a, I don't want to say like the scandal of money that in so far as the context of the book, but the phrase. What's happening right now, that, that's why you see these like macro terms about, oh, Bidenomics is doing so well. Look at the aggregate data of the performance of whatever, you know, index they're choosing from. The problem with that is surplus capital is being put into stuff that's exploding in value relative to the dollar. So the greater your ratio of wealth that is not confined to your primary sustenance, you're just, it, it's amplifying the ability of people of greater wealth to just run the fuck away from people of minimal wealth because if you're only able to put 2% of what you have into 
you know, just like the magnificent seven stock index, which is the seven tech companies that have taken on trillions of dollars in market capitalization value over the last year or two, like you only are going to get, you know, you went from 2% to 3%, you know, whereas somebody else who took 80% of their wealth and put it into those things went from 80% to 120%, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, it makes it really, really, really tough. And like I said, I, I, I'm in it. I'm not rolling in cash. I'm just pinching every nickel yeah, you just, until you're shooting your shot. You shooting your shot. You need one thing. Once you get one thing to hit, then you can reposition yourself. You know, within yeah, but, within opportunities. But I've whittled down my per diem expenses to like not a. Sure. I mean, I I cooked. A big old thing of jambalaya on Monday, it was good as fuck, but it cost me like $36 to do all the ingredients, cook it from scratch. Every single day, I'm like, peanut butter, honey sandwich, glass of milk, Cuban coffee for lunch. I'm making an, or for breakfast, I'm making an omelet and a glass of orange juice at lunch, and then I'm having either whatever I cook or whatever my leftovers are for dinner. So on a four-day spread, my per diem is like, I swear to God, $9 for life per day. So what that enables me to be able to do, I could soak up some money and throw it into stuff. Dude, I, side note, I got so fucked yesterday. There was an announcement that, and then the announcement came today anyway. I knew that was going to happen anyhow. It was so stupid. So yesterday there was an announcement that this, the SEC was going to approve Bitcoin EFTs. It's a lot of financial jargon making it legal for institutions to buy Bitcoin. Drive the price of Bitcoin. So I see that in an email and I go, holy crap, it's after hours. I'm going to do this right now. So I move like 11 and a half grand over to do this. Before I did that, the previous email says SEC gets hacked. It said SEC gets hacked. I'm like, I don't care about the SEC. Fuck them. The email I get after I do the transaction says SEC Twitter hacked. I go, that's odd. I click on it. The announcement from the previous email that spurred me to make the purchase was apparently the result of their Twitter getting hacked and the announcement being put out falsely. Cause I couldn't figure out after I bought it, why the price kept going down and I'm losing hundreds of dollars before my very eyes. <laughs> and then it was a result of a Twitter hack. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck now I'm stuck with this shit. I got how long I'm going to be stuck with this Bitcoin until it goes back up and I can just get back to zero again. So I wake up in the morning and for whatever reason, they make an announcement and they say, oh, no, no, we're going to approve it. So it goes back up. I sell it. Crypto.com from the name of that stupid arena downtown rips 2% out of my transaction. So my profit dissolves. But I ended up actually, I mean, coming back to within a dollar of where I started through the whole Twitter <laughs> fake scam scandal. It was a joke. Stressed me out for like 12 hours. So stupid. I mean... You gotta risk it to get the biscuit. You know, if if you're trying to hit in this world, if you're trying to hit, you probably gonna have to take some sick gambles. Sometimes, yeah, I've I've, I've taken a couple of them, man. I've taken a couple of them, but that's what you gotta do. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sellers Podcast. 
please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the west coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.